0: Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. You know what I hate is when I meet a person who's just like truly cocky, just really cocky, and arrogant okay confident is one thing but there's a fine line and there's some people that are just cocky and arrogant and it's it's usually men let's be honest it's usually men usually like the epitome of it would be some you know American man who is like the you know has done really well and is successful in business and thinks that he's just rules the world because he's successful in that area right don't you realize don't you realize that there are so many people in this world that could kill you? Don't you realize that once you're taken out of that comfort zone of leading that business or whatever you do, that you barely survive in so many situations in this world? Don't you realize that? Let me tell you guys a story. When I was 25 years old, I was at that point in life where... You know, I had grown up as someone who always was insecure about, like, how how strong and how tough and how manly he was, quote-unquote, right? And a big part of my journey is about trying to become more strong and tough and manly and all this stuff, right? And, you know, at the time, I was you know a, a big enough guy like maybe six foot two 190 or 95 pounds close to 200 pounds you know like not super amazing but like in decent shape and you know like fairly strong a strong young man and everything right and like at the time I'm I'm trying to learn more martial arts okay because I've been you know I a, a, was a decent athlete but not like a good athlete growing up and I had a lot of insecurities around it and I was someone who was never like I was never an aggressor type I was never like a fighter by nature you know, and so at this time in my life, I'm just, I'm doing everything I can to prove to the world, aka to myself, that I can be a tough guy, and that I can be manly, so I'm learning martial arts a little bit, right, I had done like some, you know, some random, I don't know, kickboxing classes, which barely even counts, <laughs> if you're doing if you're doing it just like punch in the bag, you know, whatever, you're not even sparring against somebody, but anyway, and so I'm going to Brazil, right, and um, obviously, in Brazil, jiu-jitsu is like, the thing right it's like it's incredibly popular I suppose it's not as popular as soccer but jiu is big in Brazil and I'm like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna do jiu-jitsu when I get to Brazil because I'm gonna be in Brazil for three months so I'm gonna do jujitsu. now you might ask yourself why didn't you just start with jujitsu jitsu in the U.S. there's jujitsu all over I know okay I didn't do that right so I'm going to Brazil I'm gonna do jiu-jitsu okay and I walk in to this jujitsu jitsu school that I found that was close to where I was staying in Rio cool place cool school great people in general right and I walk in there on the first day with my mediocre Portuguese and I ask the professor you know like hey are you professor blah 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 and he says yeah who are you blah 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 and I'm you know in my broken Portuguese explaining to him like yeah I want to join I want to do jujitsu here and does he really care if I don't speak good Portuguese or know what's going on no I'm gonna pay him to join so obviously he lets me join okay so I'm thinking in my head okay Here's what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm bound and determined. I'm going to be really good at this. Okay? I'm going to be re- I'm going to get really good at this. Okay? I'm going to I'm going to come here every day. I'm going to get really good at this. And after these 3 months, I'm just going to be whipping ass, okay? I'm sorry. I don't swear on this podcast anymore just because Spotify's got rules about whether or not your content is explicit or not, okay? But I'm going to be whipping ass when I come out of this place. I'm going to be one tough dude when I come out of this place in 3 months, okay? So get in there on the first day doing my first class don't really know what I'm doing and of course I start be getting beat up you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm losing right see jujitsu isn't it's an interesting thing okay like it's a type of martial art where there's two different ways to do it. There's gi and there's no gi, all right? So when you wear the gi, the gi is like that white thing. They call it the kimono in Brazil, but it's that, you know, that white thing, and then you have your belt tied around it and everything. It's like a white, big, long, essentially kind of like a coat that you wear, like a robe, basically, okay? There's gi and then there's no gi. And no gi is just when you don't wear that and you're wearing like typical, you know, almost like just gym-style clothes, right? But anyway, so we're doing mostly gi and a little bit of no gi, Okay and so obviously i didn't expect to start winning right away at the start you know i'm tapping out i was smart enough to know that you're supposed to tap out okay like when you lose when somebody's got you in a choke or a headlock or you know some sort of a lock whatever and all of a sudden you're like oh my god i can't breathe or this or that or whatever you tap out this is what you do okay now obviously the first couple times went through it you know Rolling Essentially, that's kind of like sparring. When you're rolling, you're doing like a five-minute round with some guy. I'm going against guys that are like closer to my size. And, of course, like I'm tapping out a few times each time. Whatever. It's like, oh, this is normal. Okay, they've been doing this for a while. Maybe they're blue belts, purple belts, whatever because there's the belt system. Okay, you start off as a white belt. Then you go blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, and black belt. Now, to get to be a true black belt probably takes around, well, at least five years, probably ten years of consistent training. All right? They're not just handing these things out. It takes a lot of hard work. Okay, but anyway, so we get like a week or two weeks in, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, I've been coming here for like 10 days now, been learning my stuff, I'm heavier than most of these guys and girls, obviously, so I should be able to, like, I've been learning things, I should be able to start doing good, okay, so I'm rolling against this kid, you know. And this kid is maybe... I'm 25 at the time. You know, I'm essentially a full-grown man. I'm not like the the, the strongest, greatest man you've ever seen, but I'm a full-grown man. This kid is barely 18. I think he was probably 18, right? 140 pounds soaking wet. 140 pounds soaking wet, okay? And... um. I didn't really know much about him Just kind of a quiet kid Unassuming I mean just Just really skinny little kid You would look at him Like if you walked at him You know Up on the street Like big guys Would walk up to this kid On the street And be like Look at this little scrawny kid (laughs) You know Like I could I could pick this kid up And throw him Right And I'm thinking in my head Okay Now it's time to show What I've learned I'm going to be able To dominate this kid Okay I'm going to I'm going to handle this kid Not even I'm going to use my skill And obviously my strength Is just going to take over You know I'm good Right, So it's going to be a five-minute round. <clears throat> so we smack each other's hands like you do at the start, little, little, little hand slap to be like, okay, yep, here we go. And we're in a little kind of 10-foot circle. We're going to be going with each other. And, um, you know, we start off standing, so we're going to go in for a takedown, right? Maybe it's a single leg, double leg, whatever we're going to do. And um, I can't remember exactly how we got on the ground, but all I remember is like eight seconds in. Eight, less than 10 seconds in. He gets me in this headlock, and it was one of those where you just got absolutely no chance to get out. You have literally no chance. Like, you are dead. You are out of breath before you even know it. He's going to squeeze your neck off. And I tapped out. So then we go again. Dun, 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 dun. Smash hands again. Okay, we're ready to go again. All right, I don't know how he got me that fast the first time, but we're going to do it again. 10 seconds later, same thing happens. And it keeps happening over and over, no matter what I try to do, different positions. This kid is tapping me out. He got me like eight times in a five-minute period, okay? I cannot survive. Like this is, this is the bottom line, okay, is that if I ran into this 130-pound, 18-year-old kid out on the street or it was in the real world and it was a real fight and we were going to have a fight, he would kill me in 10 seconds or less, Do you understand that? Now you might say to yourself, "Oh, well, you wouldn't have to use jujitsu. You could punch him in the real world, or something like that, or whatever." No, like, okay, maybe, yeah, maybe in a real street fight, you know, you could you could punch, you could play dirty, you could do all this, whatever. I get that jujitsu is not exactly real life, but it is it is a very good way to like simulate. a real life fight. Like no martial art, no sanctioned martial art is going to teach you how to truly fight in a true street fight in a real world situation, especially when people are going to be fighting dirty, there's maybe going to be weapons involved, whatever, okay? But jujitsu among the martial arts is going to be as good as it gets to teach you um, how to handle yourself in a real world self-defense situation. And what I learned at that moment was this kid is 60 pounds lighter than I am. And can kill me within 10 seconds if we meet up in the real world and we have to fight to the death. That's a humbling thing to wrap your head around. Okay, Now, of course, I kept going and doing this every day for those three months and got a little better, got decent. I even continued with jujitsu. Ju- ju- for about a year, year and a half after that, after getting back home to the States, I found a place here to do it, whatever, and I got to the point where I was okay at it, all right? Now, come to find out that this kid that was whipping my ASS when I was there, his nickname was Chucky Norris, okay? Because every everyone in that uh, in that jujitsu, you know, what do you even call it? Well, I guess they call it a dojo sometimes, but everyone in that jujitsu school had a nickname from the professor. This is the way it works. You get nicknames, and his nickname was Chucky Norris after the karate actor guy, okay? He was extremely fast. He was extremely skilled. He didn't talk much he just beat the crap out of people myself included okay now the thing about it is he's not the only one okay I can't tell you how many times I've had my ASS whooped by guys and even the occasional girl who is like 50 plus pounds lighter than me in jiu-jitsu okay it happens and here's the thing see I had a friend do this recently. now some people might be more naturally better than I am at it but I had a friend recently another guy a friend of mine 220 pounds okay athlete he used to be a power lifter, literally He's like in his 20s. He went into a jujitsu gym recently and literally the same thing happened. He says he goes in there with this, like, tough guy attitude, like, yeah, I'm just going to smash people. And all of a sudden, he was tapping out, like, five times in the course of two minutes to some guy who was 160 pounds or something like that. You will be humbled. You will be humbled when you realize that these people who are way smaller than you and don't even look that, like, they don't even really look that tough on the surface. Like, some guys you can tell when they got the cauliflower ear or they just, like, the whole look about them says that, you know, I fight people and kill people with my bare hands. Like, okay, there's some people you can kind of tell, but some of these guys you not you wouldn't even notice you'd be walking around the street and just like oh kind of looks like a somewhat skinny guy and that's it you know and he could kill you literally just kill you with his bare hands like what are you going to do he could absolutely choke you out within less than a minute and then all of a sudden you're not breathing he can do whatever he wants to you okay he can kill you with his bare hands do you understand that all right like I said I know that jiu-jitsu is not exactly like real-world fighting but it's a pretty dang good way to simulate it okay This is what I want you guys to understand. And this is one of the reasons that I recommend, now do it the right way, be careful with it because it is an injury risk, obviously, but if you do it with people who know what they're doing, and believe it or not, people who are better and have more experience actually do it better than amateurs, because amateurs go in there and they try to kill each other. They don't know when to tap out. They don't know when to let the other person get out of what's going on. Long story short, if you're going to train and you're training with a purple belt, brown belt, or black belt, there's less of an injury risk than if you're training with two idiot white belts who are trying to kill each other, okay? But anyway, you go in there and you train the right way. You learn to do this the right way. You train on how to... Kill each other essentially you train in a sanctioned way on how to beat each other up with your bare hands and you will learn a lot and what is the most important lesson That you will learn from all this. The most important lesson you will learn from all this is that in the real world, you should avoid a fight at all costs because you have no idea when you're walking down the street. Sure, you can make a decent guess. You can say, okay, yeah, that guy over there who's 6'5, 250 pounds with all the tats and looks like he's been to prison for three years is probably not a guy I would want to fight with. And the guy, the nerd over there with the glasses who's reading the book while he's walking down the streets and weighs 150 pounds, I could maybe handle him. Like, sure, you can use that that's a general thing that you can use to say I could maybe fight that person or maybe not but you also don't know you don't know what the other person knows okay ninety-some percent of people walking down the streets would have no idea how to fight in the real world all right but but there is that small percentage that really do and you can't tell based on looks you cannot judge a book by its cover I have met guys and girls who look totally unassuming and they could kill all of us okay this is the reality. This is the reality. And that is the biggest thing that I learned from doing jujitsu. Okay, obviously, learned a little bit of skills. And it's a great workout. And it's a great way to build camaraderie. Like, you know, it's it's a great thing. Like, if you want to get involved in a martial art, I highly recommend jujitsu. If you want your kids to get involved in it, I recommend it as well. Um, do it in a, you know, a good, reputable school, whatever. You know, do it the right way. Do it the right way. And it's just great lessons for life, great exercise, great training, great self-confidence building. It's great. All right. And the biggest lesson that you will learn is do not mess around with random people in this world because you don't know who knows what, all right? So I recommend it. I recommend it as a humbling experience, as a way to humble yourself, especially if you're one of those people who just really irritate me, those really, those cocky, arrogant people who think that because in one area of life, maybe because you're successful in business, heck, maybe you're even like, you even are an alpha. Maybe you're a really good football player. Like maybe you I don't know, maybe you were like a division one linebacker, maybe, I doubt there's any NFL linebackers listening to this, but maybe you're an NFL linebacker and you think that you're a tough guy. All right, go do jujitsu for a little bit, and you're gonna find some one hundred and eighty pound dude in there who doesn't look like anything that can absolutely tear you to pieces. Okay? So stop being cocky just because you're good in one area of life. You will be humbled. You will be humbled. And that's why I recommend things like jujitsu and other stuff to people. All right? All right. Talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.